Hey, everybody. Really great episode of The Morning Show today. We are joined at the end by Crypto Kaleo, who has been making really great calls from a technical analysis perspective on crypto and NFTs. He's been charting NFTs, so we get a little bit of perspective from him. NFT Statistics also joins the show. He is the Director of Research at Proof and is always on the money with what is going on, statistically speaking, in the NFT space. We talk about all of the action that we're seeing right now, open edition mints with burns, various new collections catching fire existing collections also pumping. So overall, it's a great show. As usual, all of our content is sponsored by SoRare. If you sign up at the nifty.com slash SoRare, you can play against yours truly in our SoRare leagues. SoRare has a huge user base, 70,000, 80,000, 90,000 people participating in any given tournament. It's a really fun game. So if you like fantasy sports and you like NFTs, check out SoRare. It is free to play, but you can win prizes as NFTs that you can sell for you. USD, C, or ETH. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the NFT Morning Show. Uh, please excuse my very soft good mornings. I have to be wary of uh, of Nick's ears. Now that we have him on the video stream too, I, I pay attention. If I come in too hot, it really it uh, really throws him off, and I don't want to you know have Nick be thrown off for the whole show because of a little bit of a morning grading. Is that me? That's I mean, is it is it me? I think everyone. I've watched. I've taken a sample of hundreds of people. Uh, listening to this show in the morning, what they do is they take the phone the moment that it starts, that you start speaking, they throw their phone across the room, actually. And then by the time they get over to go pick it up, uh, they've now made it through your uh, your good morning, um, which uh, sounds like it's on a completely different level. Well, let's put it this way. My good mornings are nothing compared to the uh, coach at Last Chance U when he really starts getting going. Uh, so I think I'm pretty mild. But I did notice that even a mild good morning, I saw you kind of be like, <gasps> and like, you know, whip the headphones off. So I just wanted to make uh, sure. He's, he's falsely, falsely accusing me of feedback issues. Yet again, <laughs> yet again. Just the doormat of the team over here. <laughs> the doormat of the audio engineering side of the team, for sure. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the NFT Morning Show. We run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time, where we talk about all things NFTs, crypto, finance, technology, gaming, entertainment, and everything in between. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, uh, the funniest man in the business, definitely has sensitive ears, but we will uh, give him a pass for that. Signal, the author of the Nifty Daily Digest, everybody's favorite writer in the NFT space, an absolute badass, uh, getting the scoop every single day on what's going on in Web3. Easy Eats Bodega, the host of GMGM Market Talk, the Solana celebrity, the founder of Bodago, soon to hit a blockchain near you, Spencer of Spencer Ventures representing for institutional capital. If you don't know, now you know he hit an absolute home run recently, several home runs. Uh, so you know we're jazzed up to have him on the team. King Kicks, who does need to join the Twitter show. He is the CEO of Crypto Raiders, uh, the intelligent degenerate, an absolute badass, more technical than you might think. And last but not least, uh, Bunny. Bunny, it says you're you have a one tier four you have a tier four sewer pass for sale. Yep, I'm putting it in the bio starting early. I didn't claim it yet. Uh, it's not open. But I just want everyone to know it's out there. I'm flooring this thing immediately. <laughs> so you're you're basing your entire biography on the fact that you have one NFT that you'll be able what's to the, sell in the future. What's the sale price? Well, so dude, I'm here in ten ETH at least, Nick. Uh, 
Pio, I base my whole personality around a cartoon monkey. So, like, I don't think basing the bio around the sore pit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did I rug? No, no, you're here, buddy. No, no I you- thought I rugged. I just fell down the sewer. <laughs> okay. That's gone. Hold on. I'm getting the baby out of the car seat next. Okay. Do, do you, buddy, just do whatever you have to do. Just figure it out. Let us come back whenever. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Uh, Nick, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. I was up late uh, coding, and that's why the newsletter didn't send on time. And now I'm uh, observing that it takes a long time for these emails to send. So I'm quite excited to uh, resolve that uh, so it doesn't take What'd you an, code? an hour. What? What'd you write code on? What'd you make? Well, that would reveal the product that we're launching. So I'm not, uh, I'm not going to specify that. Well, let's just say you're going to want to be on the newsletter at the nifty.com. Yeah, I kind of figured that since you broke the newsletter building it. Uh, in connection there, huh? Look at that. Ooh. Look at that. I'm, was, I'm not giving anything away. I'm using context clues. That's it. Just, just. And actually, the, 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 uh, the breakage had nothing to do with that. It actually had to do with just uh, a, poor, a uh, improperly named controller in Rails was actually. Uh, I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah, Real so. small common issue. We totally get it. We get you know it. what? Like the tech is so bad on your side. I'm actually in like these stories just don't happen by accident. Like, you know, I'm Shakespeare over here. They come from the soul just to let you know. <laughs> so I'm going to start DMing stories for everybody on the list. So I, I know that it can get to them directly or I'll just use pigeons. Whichever one can go faster. I'm, I mean, Nick, Signal has a point. Do you think on the set of The Black Swan, uh, the film which Natalie Portman received an Academy Award for Best Actress for, Darren Aronofsky would just say, Natalie, sorry, the camera's broken. Uh, that's that's not really how it works. Well, and, and most people use modern day solutions like yeah. Wait, hold, hold on. Uh, do I think that the equipment ever broke on the set of uh, well-known movies? I'm going to go with yes. Yes, I actually do think that uh, equipment did break and they fortunately had a staff on hand in order to replace that equipment. That would be my guess. I mean, I'm just, I would just assume that something went wrong in the production. Of well, Nick, we know you're hosting your own mail server. Like, are, are you hosting your own physical server in your house? Like, like how far does the rabbit hole go? Is it above your fridge? He's got like, there's a little <laughs> server there running the nifty.com. I've had enough of this. <laughs> Nick, do you think that the uh, equipment broke on the set of The Whale starring Brendan Fraser? Ah, uh, great film. I think the equipment breaks all the time, but but what uh, the real deal is is professionals know how to handle that. Some people act like professional uh, actors, actresses, and production people, and then other people act like you're acting right now. Mm. So I think that I would see those two sort of categories in terms of how people behave when things fail and they end up adjusting. You know, sometimes, I don't know if you've watched football, P.O., but sometimes people fumble the ball. Does that mean that the entire team backs down and quits for the entire game? Sometimes. No, they stand up and they adjust to the situation. The they, turn, they turn around and they say, hey, QB, get your shit together. Well, look at the get football. Get it together. And, and, and the quarterback says, I want to apologize to everybody. That is not going to happen the rest of the game. It is time for us to turn this game around and for us to absolutely take over and win. Look, look and, then at- and then the whole, the whole team says, yeah. Yeah, I'm blown away. Have you been watching Last Chance here? We, we got a regular Don no. Shula on our hands here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Nick O'Neill with the football jargon. Uh, Signal, how are you this morning? 
I was all good. I was all good. This morning, wrote my stories, wrote my four stories. Like, you know, as I was saying, like the creative spirit, I write them by hand first. I get my best fountain pen, write them by hand, blow on it, make sure the ink is dry. Then I go to my computer and type it. And so when I went to the internet to send it out and then Nick's technology had just broken, I I was like, well, what do I do? Uh, But everything was okay. Thank you, Nick, for fixing it. Because I have to say, I have got addicted to reading my own, my own, my own stuff coming in, which I know is going to sound so weird because I know what's in it, but I just like to see the finished product has shipped. So um, never fear everyone. The newsletter went out. The world is okay. She I'm basks cool. in it. I, I haven't, I made one edit. So uh, watch out for that. One. Oh, so may well, surprise you. Changing the script. Um, Spencer, how are you? I'm doing good. Pio. I I'm, 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 my bag continue to be up. We haven't crashed. We haven't fallen off a cliff. And so every day that that happens is a good day. It's a good morning, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to want to talk about that. I'm going to want to talk about uh, this thread, this little mini viral thread that Kaleo wrote, uh, friend of the show, 300,000 views on his little thread. Starts it off saying, whether you realize it or not, the next mini NFL, uh, NFT, uh, Nick's got me thinking about NFL, NFT bull market is here. So we're going to have to dive into whether that's true or whether... Oh, no, Sherlock, where have you been the last three weeks? <laughs> well, there you go. Kix's mic is blown out again. I'm assuming uh, you, you, you uh, played uh, uh, the game with your uh, daughter. With your daughter. Play, go mess up with, my professional mess, situation. Mess, mess with, mess with the controller. <laughs> I'm on fucking Firefox because for some reason i got to be on fucking Firefox. Okay. Blame the system that we found to be reliable. <laughs> Hey, uh, daughter, go mess up my professional situation. I'm sure like the, the, the legal team at HBO is like, yeah, go to jam a bunch of keys on the keyboard. And send an email. To think that people never mess up equipment in professional production situations. The distinction is they mess up all the time. What they realize is, is they have uh, they have backup on backups on backups so that when the, the failure occurs, they have a resolution. They have an assistant that comes in and says, we need a new battery on the camera. And they bring in a new camera or they bring in a new battery. Sometimes they even throw in a new camera because they have that many cameras in the production. As as the uh, director heaps insults and abusive language on the assistant bringing over the backup camera. I wouldn't want to work on your film set. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Ellie Medeiros, loyal uh, member of the Nifty community saying, this is all Barry's fault. Get it together, Barry. Ellie, you got the right idea. Uh, Everything is left the space. My apologies. Everything is Barry Silbert's fault. Um, according to the Winklevoss twins, Barry Silber to Gary Gensler. Anyway, to introduce a few audience members here before we get things rocking and rolling, we got Samuel Jones 33 at or at Samuel Jones 33 goes by Samwell. He's sporting a rug radio with a bored ape in the middle of it. That's probably pretty valuable at this point. Maybe just under one Ethereum. Shout out to Farouk. Second only to a bored ape. Sure. It's either a board ape or this. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, his, can you add me to, to ab- the stage? Absolutely. Now? His bio says that he's losing money on NFTs. Well, aren't we all, buddy? Uh, glad to see you telling the truth there in the bio. Thanks for Welcome listening. To the club. Welcome hey, to the club. Uh, shout out to Paulo Diaz. Uh, his, uh, his username is Paulo Mateo222. His profile picture is himself. And uh, his uh, Twitter background is a nice, beautiful sunset. Looks like it's near the beach. Just floating in paradise 
is what he says. I don't know if he's like high on a beach, like if that's what's going on there or what the situation is, but it looks like he's enjoying his, uh, his time uh, on this earth. And that's something I can respect. Uh, I also see Brill. The name is Brill. He's a founder, a rug survivor, an NFT collector, an IRL economist, a Web3 marketing, uh, uh, sorry, Web3 marketing, an advisor for Springer's NFT, a DMs are open for inquiries. The, the list goes on and on and on with this guy. <laughs> so I mean, I can't. If I, a, if I have a problem in life, I'll probably hit him up first. There's a higher chance that he'll be able to solve he's it. He's going to have a resolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that See, guy does he, a lot of stuff. He's a solutions provider. So I got Punk 3770, better known as Crypto Ooh. for NFT. Everybody knows Crypto for NFT. Oh, she, yeah. She's a badass. We met her in person. Uh, valued member of the Nifty community. She's a street photographer, a digital art collector, and an equity fund manager. There is a typo, though, Crypto for NFT. You wrote an equity fund manage. So I thought I was shouting you out. But in reality, I was pointing out a little typo in your bio. You can thank me later. My fee is one Crypto Punk. So you can go ahead and... Zoom that over to PO.eth. Really appreciate it. Nick, you have someone? Well, yeah. Crypto Key, not much in their bio, but their their profile picture is just a crown. And I like that statement. It feels almost like a Drake album cover or something like that. It just feels like, uh, you know, it, with a little handwritten text throw on there, I'm the damn king, you know, something like that. Mm. You know, The and king the needs his crown. Album. That's the name of my album. I'm the damn king. Okay, I like it. Uh, one last rolling one. through the sixes with my kings. Okay, the sixes. There's there's several sixes now. A few yeah. Toronto's. Uh, does he not say it pluralized when he says it? It's a singular six, buddy. It's it. Well, it's the sixes. You know, it's the neighborhoods. Some people. What happens is, see, you wouldn't know this because you don't live in Toronto, and a lot of people <laughs> that just listen to rap take the words just at their face value. But for uh, Toronians. Uh, a lot of them, and that's what they call themselves. I've spoken to many Toronians. They, uh, they say, uh, rolling through the sixes and they, they constantly come up to me. Can you believe that Drake messed this up the way that he said it? <laughs> I appreciate as a Nick, Toronto that, native. That, that is a big mistake. Yeah. The Toronians hate it. That's like, if I said rolling through the Boston's like the several Boston's, um, uh, rolling through uh, the New Yorks, the New Yorks, Dude, all of they, them. They, we say the New Yorkers. Okay. It can, in case you're wondering about it. So there's New Yorkers is a, uh, is representing a community, uh, not a geographical location, it, a, a community within a geographical, uh, com, uh, area. So that's why you would say New Yorkers as well as the Toronians. Uh, we got a Toronians, New Yorkers. One last one for me. We got the Vic at the Vic. He's repping, I think, the VB circle. So he must be a VB collector. Uh, his bio just says building the guest list. I don't know what the guest list is for. However, I want to be on it. Let me tell you that. I want to be on it, Vic. Uh, so shout out to you, Nick. If you don't have another intro to make. Oh, of course I have another doing? intro right. to make. Dude, it doesn't end. It doesn't end. Graves, G-R-E-A-V-E-S, Graves 26. I'm Larry Bird. I want to drive the lane. Hey, it, you're like P.O. then. You want to go straight down the middle. That's Fa what fastball down about. the middle, baby. Fastball down the middle. You know, as, Larry, as we all know, Larry Bird was a great baseball player. That's One right. One of the most famous baseball players 
ever to have played the game. Used to hit home runs and used to pitch fastballs down the middle. Shout out to Larry Bird fans around the world. Uh, the late baseball player. Shout out to Larry Bird. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, so uh, we're going to get into the weather report in just one second. We did have one uh, one message from Bello uh, from the audience. So shout out to Bello. Bello uh, asked, is the Nifty So Rare tournament over? And the answer is no. And I want to say... Uh, Eric can fact check me on this. I think there might be at least one more spot in there and it's not, I not in it. It's not like, well, you got to join, man. It's not like a single tournament. It's every week. So week in week out, you can compete against me. Um, so shout out to our sponsor. So rare. You can sign up at, at the nifty.com slash. So rare. So that's T H E N I F T Y.com slash. So rare. Okay. Um, they sponsor all of our content this month. There's already been $8.7 million in sales on SoRare. They're averaging 780K of sales a day. There is liquidity on this platform. This month was also the all-time high or number two all-time high sale of a 50K sale on a John Morant card. I got a Clint Capella card for free the other day for kicking ass in a tournament. So you know I'm ready to rock. And Russell Westbrook. It's going to be very hard to beat me. I'm just warning you right now. If you want to try, you can join our league. You will not win, but you can feel like you gave it a good go. Anyway, the nifty.com slash so rare is how you do it. It's a free-to-play game. You sign up. You get free NFTs, which is the way of the future. You take those free NFTs that you don't expect to sell and use them to play the game. And if you do well in the game, well, no matter what, whether you do well or not, you're going to get more free NFTs so you can build the team, get your legs underneath you, learn how to play. And then once you start kicking ass like I am, you'll win higher and higher value NFTs like a Russell Westbrook, like a Clint Capella. And then you'll use those to uh, win even doper NFTs and you can sell those for USDC or ETH or you can just keep rolling them in and keep that flywheel going and become a kick-ass so rare player. So doper jo- NFTs. Join the league. Uh, you, you know, join the nifty league specifically if you want to compete against me. It's happening every single week. Shout out to our sponsor, so rare, the nifty.com slash so rare. Uh, anyway, signal, we've been long awaiting the weather report. Please take it away. Today, Tuesday, the 17th of January. Uh, so we are mid-Jan already. Open sea volume coming in at 13 million. So pretty similar um, over on Blur as well. On the leaders, everything there is pretty much ranging. Uh, not a huge amount of change. Uh, Azuki still above 15 ETH and Moonbirds at 8. Doodles still doing uh, incredibly well, actually, uh, as we move into February for the box reveals. Over the past 24 hours, uh, the memes by Punk, uh, Punk six five two nine that has finally ridden to the number one spot on OpenSea. Actually, not really surprising if you have been watching their momentum there. Um, that ecosystem continues to partner with some of the most notable Web three artists, uh, and the collecting of the sets there has become something that people like to do, including the giant whales. We just saw Dingaling complete a full set the other day, and we're starting to see also that the rarer passes, what they call the gradients, have seen some 
phenomenal sales above 30 ETH. Um, these could have been bought for around 13 ETH just in December, one, three, and now you're already at 30. Floor on there is around 59 ETH. So the meme floor at the moment is out 0.4 and it doesn't look like it's slowing down. Um, Createria, we spoke about this yesterday, Genesis Land, continued to see strong volume yesterday, more than 800 ETH. Uh, it was a free mint on the weekend, has now reached one ETH and uh, didn't seem that too many folks were actually new about this one, um, even though it's, it's an A16Z batch project taking the market by storm and it's now holding a 0.8 E floor. And then lastly, onto the open editions, Checks VV by Jack Butcher. Uh, this one yeah. is tasty. We uh, spoke about this yesterday. Um, it was a 24-hour mint. It was $8 at 16,000 supply. Um, the collection is now seeing all-time new highs. It has entered into its sort of like burn mechanic stages. The floor doubled overnight, uh, and you're starting to see people, like you saw it before, there were very notable collectors stepping in, but now you're also seeing people like Frank called Jack Butcher, who was the creator, the philosopher of the internet. And just to give you some context, I read a great, a great tweet about this. If you had bought one ETH worth of checks, which was when ETH was around 1300 uh, last week, so you bought one ETH worth of checks and you'd flipped them for the current price of 0.39, you'd have enough money to buy a punk. I am also crying on that news. So we've seen Wolf Gang. Uh, wait, haven't finished the weather report. So you've seen Wolf Gang get you to a punk and we're now seeing checks get you to a punk floor on uh, checks at 0.35, onto crypto, everything holding there nicely. Good to see Bitcoin above uh, 21K. And so overall, it's good to see this diversification in the market. Um, lots of plays uh, currently happening and still to come. So the 24-hour forecast is going to stay sunny. Back to you folks. Absolutely. Hey, easy. You want to interrupt something else? Pio's about to speak. Go ahead. Pio, start <laughs> no talking. Problem. You want to actually talk NFTs? Because I could share about checks. Nick, are you familiar with the project? <laughs> no, of course I not. Absolutely exactly. want to um, you know, talk about the Nifty Daily Digest. Uh, so Board A Yacht Club holder Pokey.eth swept 69 D Gods for a total spend of nine hundred thousand US dollars. Somebody thinks D-Gods are going up. I'm sure Shark, who's on stage, we're, we're happy to have him, is jazzed up about that. Uh, the co-founders of disgraced Three Arrows Capital, old Kyle Davies and Suzu, the old elitist assholes that blew themselves up, uh, are allegedly trying to raise $25 million for a new exchange called GTX. I definitely want to talk about this. This is juicy. Uh, wrecked co-founders, you know, wrecked guy. Uh, Mando and OSF, really solid guys, released new merch. For the community of holders fe featuring an all-black line of wrecked products, what else would you release besides black hoodies if you have an audience of NFT collectors? So there you go. Um, and in advance of their upcoming mint, good old National Geographic has posted about NFTs to their 250 million Instagram followers and received a barrage of negative comments from their audience. Sounds about right, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds about right. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, just a little bit of additional color on the, uh, you know, three AC thing. So basically it's been reported that the founders Suzu and, or Zusu and Kyle Davies, um, are launching this project GTX, which is raising, trying to raise this seed fund of 25 million and they want to trade claims from creditors. Uh, so this has got to be pretty interesting. Like, I guess, would this play into the Genesis and Gemini situation? Am I We're also changing their name? 
They've already came out and said they're not going by GTX because of all the similarities to FTX that they caught yesterday. <laughs> Tons of people were just lighting them up on Twitter. So they were like, I mean, all right, we're not going by GTX. Didn't they? I thought they intentionally made that name as a joke because it, it goes after FTX comes G. And, yes. and, and, and then they're also supposedly accepting claims that you have for uh, unused deposits on FTX in, in uh, delivering you a token. As a replacement. Sounds real, real good. Flywheel. It's a flywheel. Like, the whole thing sounds so ludicrous. Isn't Suzu supposed to be in jail? Yeah. So I don't understand. So are they on the run? No. no I thought Suzu's on the run. No, I think you're thinking of... Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the... Joe Kwan. Uh, Joe Kwan, yeah, Kwan. my apologies. Suzu and Kyle Davies haven't been charged with anything. They just... 3 AC just... Went just went went belly yeah. up because yeah. uh, of uh, the market, not because of them. So yeah, okay. So that's not as bad of a situation. But it's still uh, like, did you read their their slides that they gave? They gave like a pitch deck, and in it they were like, turned five hundred mil to forty billion before we went belly up. Like it literally says it like in the deck, and it's like, <laughs> ah, ah. I mean, everybody knows who they are. It's not like anybody's going to see that deck and isn't going to know exactly what the story is. 40 billion, which they could have easily liquidated into the market. There's no way that that would have had any impact on the market whatsoever. I mean, hey, maybe I'm taking a contrarian take, but I'd probably fucking bet on these guys again. <laughs> well, that's how ask Kevin O'Leary if you should bet on him again. And he's going to say, hell yeah. Right. So, I mean, to me, there's uh, no, I mean, he's, he was defending there, SBF. I know, but there's a difference here. Um, like they didn't go and take customer deposits uh, of consumers and just completely screw wait, screw wait, things did, up. They, they totally did, though. They, oh, they, 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 they they're 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 very much. Um, they lied to all their investors about how much money they were managing. Is mm. the thing with Three R's Capital was that they none of their LPs knew. So they they very much are on the run. Is my understanding. Yeah, I mean they're in non extradition countries. I think that's maybe why they're yeah not. They're like kind of chilling in those, so they're pretty comfortable where they're at right no, now. But the kicks, they're, they're just there because they enjoy, you know, the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I heard allegations that they, you know, also towards the end when they needed some, you know, liquid in order to manage like their situation, they were telling people that they had, you know, more uh, like collateral and, and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's some weird things going on uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to see what happens with them. Honestly, I, I think the idea is interesting at, from at least what I understand about it. Um, look, if we're going to shift to like the NFT market itself and some of the action, you know, if I'm referring to Kaleo's uh, thread and he's been charting, uh, you know, excessively right now, he's been charting crypto like Bitcoin and Ethereum, but he's also gotten deeper into charting NFT collections. I think the juiciest thing that he pointed out, and I think that we need to make sure that we're properly uh, discussing this and communicating it basically at the end of each month, is that. Uh, the ETH sales in USD have just steadily been climbing for NFTs. So October was 460 million. November was 544 million. December is 678 million. January is four, at, the t at this time yesterday, 417 million to date. Extrapolated, we could. Sorry, what are these numbers? These are the numbers of NFT volume. On Ethereum, so the number of uh, the volume in U.S. dollars of monthly sales on the Ethereum blockchain for NFTs. The sounds like you combine and blur into that. 
Uh, realistically, yeah. And and he pointed out $840 million were on pace for in January. So that's a steady climb. Other things, just some like little other indicators, is that we're seeing our audience size continue to kind of go back to previous levels. And that is an indicator that has literally directly correlated with the amount of action in the NFT market. And I'm also seeing IRL normie friends start to be on Twitter more, like literally be on Twitter on NFT Twitter in direct correlation with this increase in volume. So I'm just pointing it out that it is something. And we just saw feetpicks.wtf pump. So I mean, like there are there is action in the NFT space. I don't know if kicks, do you have any thoughts on the volume? Spencer, you know, easy signal. Anybody have any thoughts on the volume here and what uh whether Kaleo's onto something there? Well, I mean, I think we definitely had an NFT mini bull run. Like that's like just like a absolute fact right we had pudgies go from like two or three to seven we had pretty much every board ape yacht club yuga labs asset do a proper 2x had plenty of projects at the lower end do like you know five uh five x pluses so we already had an nft mini bull run it's not a question if like that happened or not that 100 percent happened i think looking ahead now the quite that is the trickier part is like looking ahead what what is it, what is happening? And for me, I think that you just want to be cautious because I, I think some of what Kaleo is doing is he's charting these things in USD, which is which is fine. But like, if you are looking at like, should I be holding ETH or should I be holding NFTs? Right? Like, uh, as ETH and crypto are continue going on a run, it may be a safer bet to sit in uh, crypto, sit in ETH, sit in Solana, or whatever try to wait for this run to tap out. Um, and then, you know, there, there may be a second leg in the NFT bull run. Sometimes they move in tandem together and it's not like all projects have to dump, right? We just talked about checks going up, you know, feet picks went up the, uh, creature, thing or whatever that's called the, the sandbox or Roblox looking thing that did a big move. So there's still tons of money to be made, um, in the NFT space. Just me personally, based on my experience, over the past two years, I'm sitting just in ETH. It's very easy. I'm just sitting in ETH. ETH price goes up. And ETH price is going to keep going up. And when it gets to my levels, then I'll sell um, and play the markets. But like, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to go all in on NFTs right now. I'm going to sell all of my ETH and NFTs right now. I, I don't think that is, is the play. Spencer, you have your hand raised. Then we'll throw the signal. What are you thinking? I think it's kind of interesting, right? Because NFTs in US dollar prices are very much on this big bull run. But we have to remember also, like, um, they've pulled back in ETH prices. And this is just like this happens sometimes when ETH goes on a big run, like things pull back. And I don't know, like, there's just a lot of volatility now because it wouldn't shock me to see like an even like continued run here. And, and like you tend to think in the NFT space, like, what would people be pissed about? I think people would be pissed if NFTs ran while ETH was running here, right? And it's because, like, consensus is, oh, if ETH runs, NFTs go down. But, like, maybe this is just a better NFT, you know, crypto environment in general. Now, that could be totally wrong. And I think we're in a situation where if they both, where if ETH, like, retraces back to 1300, like, we'll see, we don't necessarily see NFTs go back up. So it's a pretty risky situation. But, like, this kind of happened last year, if people remember, right? We had a really gnarly start to the year for ETH. It crashed, like, down like a thousand bucks and then there was this period of time for a few months where eth and nfts went up at the same time so it's not like totally out of the question I, it's just it, it'll be interesting to see yeah, how it plays out 
and that is like Max Payne kind of theory. And it the biggest move was July and August of 2021. ETH went from 2,000 to like 4,800, and NFTs ripped. So like if you were in Bored Apes, like if you bought ETH and then went like all in on Bored Apes in July, I, I think Apes were maybe like 20. So like Apes went from 20 to 60 before the mutant mint and ETH went from 2000 to 4,800. So you literally tripled your money and then 2.5x your money. So you're up like six, eight X. So if that happens again, it's going to be absolutely insane. <laughs> well, <laughs> if that happens again, uh, we're, we're all going to be retiring uh, based <laughs> on uh, uh, last run, uh, time around. I'd love for the uh, apes just to quickly return back to half a million dollars. Which, that would be who, uh, a lovely situation. Was it Kaleo said his, he was like, that's going to happen this year. So I, well, it was okay. him, right? Yeah. And we were uh, like, you're, you're not 200 ETH floor is what he said. 200. On, okay. on I think he said apes. 250. <laughs> 250. There you go. But Bunny remembers a little bit. Round up a little bit. 250. Round so up. Maybe he said 4,000 ETH. I have no idea, you know, um, but regardless yeah, I, some of this news uh, about a uh, mini bull run just feels like top I, I signal. Mean, we're late. Yeah, we're late to the game on this one. This, this has been going. What? what uh, that's a great statement running into this board eight mint that happens today. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because like if you if you look if you look across like the top thirty, like you know. Most things are doing, you know, typically what happens in ETH. Like we're getting, we're getting pullbacks. Um, we're getting pullbacks in ETH on, on pretty much every project I'm looking at that are like established above, you know, a five ETH floor. Although some are showing some resilience, like Azuki's looking pretty well. Like the, the whole board Ape Yacht, uh, Yacht Club ecosystem really only pulled back like 10% and ETH moved up 30%. So that's bullish. But I think my play is, is, you know, cause I already picked up a lot of my like, bags that I want to hold for a big move up. Like I got Valhalla, I got Ranga, I got my Pudgies. What'd you buy uh, Ranga at? Uh, I've got them back. I went back in around one ETH. Nice. Uh, one, one to 1.2. Yeah. Nice. So those are, those are doing pretty good. Um, but uh, I, I think the play for me is just, it, there's a lot of new, like new projects is the play, right? Like what was, what was create Terra's mint at 0.25, 0.3. Yeah, so you could. I mean, that's that was a, fi, a clean five x. Four x. Checks was. You know, literally said checks is one ETH to punk, <laughs> and in a week. It's so even crazier, bro. You need six thousand checks to get a black check. So only theoretically two people could do it, and you know someone's <laughs> gonna try to do it. Like plain and simple. I don't know that. I don't know if someone's going to try would, to do would, six thousand. Any amount of money someone's going to do for the six k. Any amount of money you want to put on that. Well, if they 100%. do, if they do, then we're going to do that with our PFP. Yeah, buy six thousand of them, you and you'll get a special are one. Them up. Like the low numbered checks are going for two to four ETH right now. So there's clearly demand for this for some reason, playing into this ecosystem. But I love Kix's theory. Like there's so many projects coming up in the next six weeks that I think are going to allow for. A mitten print season, to be honest. Like, yeah, you have a ton of people, docs founders, backing from previous experience in like entertainment and other areas that I think are going to do some really cool stuff that's going to at least have people excited for yeah, at least a short time. Like, I mean, I'm, is I'm, anyone in a kid called Beast that's up 50% from yesterday? Yeah, yeah, pretty that's cool, pretty cool art. Well, they had a space last night in their uh, Wag Me Way collection. It ran because there's like different factions and that ran mm -hmm. all the way up to 1.8 ETH. 
Damn. So, and it's they asked right Frank. They asked Frank D. Gods to say "wag me." He said "wag me one" or whatever, and this thing went from floor uh, to one point eight overnight. That's how it works. Frank says one thing and <laughs> about a random ass project, and it goes up. Signal as your hand oh, raised. Signal, on? what's on your mind? Yeah, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird one at the moment because if you look at what's happened, like I think the key thing for uh, crypto and NFTs is to really look at what's happening in the macro. So at the moment, everybody thinks, and essentially everybody thinks that inflation will be lower uh, in like in. If, if you look at the curve, inflation, the market, 90% of the market thinks that inflation will be lower in the future, but it's going to be high right now. But there are a couple of things that could actually flip that. And the biggest thing is what's going to happen with China. So if China China is reopening, what's going to happen with international trade and what is going to be the implications of that in uh what is going to be the implications on inflation due to the reopening? Um, if inflation goes back up, then actually the Fed has to be even more aggressive. But if but if inflation stays where it is or it, it gets tackled and actually goes back down, which is what the market thinks, this is why we're seeing the sort of risk on you know uh, crypto go up at the moment. So I would say the most like the most key 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 thing is to look at what the Fed is doing at the moment because we know corporate earnings are not going to be great everybody knows that so we haven't seen this super strong rally in equities right now but once we get yeah. past like march april that should be a stronger indication so right now uh essentially i'm sort of just staying like a little bit in nfts but mostly in crypto at the moment um I'm going with the 90% case of the market where I think that inflation will be lower in the long term, but we're going to have higher inflation now. But that, I, like, but I think this is really key, and people do need to pay attention to this because it has a direct impact on bags. And Signal, speaking of the Fed, that their next meeting is February 1st. So we got two weeks of uh, party time without any news uh, from them. So I'm, I'm getting greedy. I'm looking for my target ETH 1800 by February 1st. Probably take a little profits there, but not wouldn't be surprised if like the Fed basically says we're sticking to our plan. So there's no unusual changes to their plan. They just say we're sticking to our plan. We're going to raise by like 0.25 bips and the market thinks that's bullish short term. I would not be surprised. Oh, little prediction there based on the Fed meeting from Kixie. We'll see if it comes true. We got ZK Shark. Love having him on stage. Uh, D-God's Alpha, whatever that means, ZK. More importantly, he's a writer on Substack. Check it out. Uh, but Shark, what's going on, amigo? Yeah, what's going on, Easy? Uh, I'm sorry. What's going on, Pia? What's going on, Easy, as well? But um, yeah, I was going to say the kind of sneaky inflation news. Tomorrow morning, 8.30 m is the producer price index, which is usually a pretty good vector for the CPI. I wouldn't expect... PPI. Yeah, it's kind of a measure of uh, manufacturing uh, inflation for input costs, and it's kind of a good read on the CPI, but that comes out tomorrow, and it's going to be a, more important than usual given the last CPI print. And uh, something that's going on this morning is you have uh, big bank earnings coming out, kind of mixed so far, but a lot of these banks will, you know, CEOs will go on calls and give their projections. And, you know, they have a very large impact uh, by the Federal Reserve, so they usually have commentary that moves the market uh, on the Fed Reserve. And then the live update on the trading is, you know, Bitcoin briefly uh, just took out the week high. It seemed quickly came back. Same thing for ETH. But yeah, I'm kind of uh, have an upward bias right now. Everyone is saying it's a, a bull trap kind of going back and forth. Um, and I do think there are some type of external catalysts with the Yuba Mint. Obviously, that's kind of dictating a lot of price action. 
and then the February blur, I think that's going to be a bigger event. Um, Jay, Jay trades saying a lot of stuff about that, how it's in, these blur bids are inflating volume, inflating the market and pumping up a lot of numbers. So kind of don't want to get ahead of myself. I think now is the time to watch everything closely because, uh, I think people could tell it's going to break it's, out one or the other. Blurs in February now? Say it again. Blurs in February now? The first airdrop for the boxes, right? Okay, cool. I think Spence... Well, he didn't answer the question. Wait, that was wait, like no, the most nonsensical I, interaction. I heard anything about Blur being anything other than January. The Blur reward system, uh, right? There's like a catalyst date where all the people watch trading get rewarded for it essentially in February. Is Why is that February? I'm pretty sure that's what the airdrop is, but I mean... I'm not the eighth guy here. I think you're wrong. I think it's January. Well, there's 13 days left in the month to figure it out. So we'll see if the airdrop comes in in January or in the very well, mysterious but, but month February of February. Let me ask. I'll, get, I'll go straight to the source right. and I'll correct the uh, right answer. But so uh, it's blur just a right guess. Right now it says it lasts until Blur launches in January. So here we go. 30 seconds of effort to go look at the website. January. All right, everybody, let's have a really negative fucking tone and drag shark for the date that he said. Anyway, moving on, um, Spencer, I'm curious, uh, going off of the, um, you know, the airdrop that's coming in, you know, what, what are you thinking its impact could have on the market? Like, are you thinking that this is going to be, well, I know that you're betting on it because you participated an awful lot. Um, are you thinking that it's still going to live up to the hype or are you thinking it's going to be a nothing burger? I mean, I think it's going to be a like a high market cap, right? Like, I think the range here is I, I don't see a world where it's less than looks rare, right? It's probably not less than 100 mil. Invest, venture investors back to 150, probably something like that. Um, so the question is, like, is it going to go to like 300 mil? Maybe. I don't know. I think that's yes. pretty reasonable. Like, it, it could. And I know people are going to call me nuts when I say that. But like, I think it like the, the range here for what's reasonable for the blur airdrop is between like, call it, I think 100 to like 700 mil as a market cap. Now people are probably gonna dump it really hard. The question of like how big an impact, and I've said this before on the show that like, I think everyone's like calling for doom and gloom in the NFT market when the bids are gone, but it's really not obvious to me that the, the bids being gone is a net negative for the uh, for the like industry, just because um, you know all of the people who get their bids accepted who are airdrop farming just insta dump, right? And so yeah. like, like, is there actually any change in like true demand? Like I would argue probably not from my view. Um, I know that's, that's again, like not a popular opinion, but like, I don't really see why this should change demand. Well, and I also feel like that the blur team has done a very good job of like continuing to like incentivize activity on their marketplace. I, I, I would be surprised if they just do this airdrop and they're like, that's all folks, right? Like I'm, I'm sure they'll do this drop and maybe there's sort of like looks rare, like there's continued, like you can continue to earn blur, uh, by, you know, working on their, or, or, you know, participating on their platform. And also, um, a lot of times these airdrops, you know, people want to dump them as soon as they get them. But a lot of times you actually want to buy the airdrop, you know what I mean? You want to buy the airdrop and then it, and then it can, you know, it, it does even better. You know, I could, I could see it going on a pretty nice run. So. Yeah, be, that, be bullish. that was the thing to do with Bonk, with ENS, with so many is SOS for crying out loud. Ape. 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 You could have bought, dude, if you bought Ape like the day it came out, it was 450. If you held it all the way to now, you're, you're still up 10% if you didn't take the, you know, the, the 6X that you got at the peak. But 
it went to 28 bucks or something like that ahead of the other deed mint, which is just insane uh, for those that, you know, traded ape versus, you know, petition, uh, participating in other deed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder that the show and all of our content is sponsored by SoRare. If you retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and sign up with our link at the nifty.com, then you're going to be entered for a chance to win a limited LeBron James digital collectible that we're giving away at the end of the month. If you're not familiar with SoRare, limited collectible are valuable. And if you're not familiar with basketball, LeBron James is a pretty big name. He's getting old now, but he still balls up. Uh, so rare has been around since 2018. They had the biggest fundraising round in European history, over $600 million in funding, huge name investors, Alexis Ohanian, Serena Williams, Blake Griffin, Rudy Gobert, uh, plenty of big money back in it. And it's just a really fun game to play. I'm playing it on a weekly basis. Go ahead, Kicks. Uh, no, keep going. Sorry. Okay, I'm playing it on a weekly basis. Uh, if you like basketball, if you like uh, international football, soccer, if you call it in the United States, if you like baseball, it's a dope, dope game with a lot of users, right? Like 70,000, 80,000, 90,000 users uh, in each tournament. Uh, this is how you can expect onboarding to actually happen in the NFT space, a game where it's free to play. You get NFTs. The people that aren't from the NFT space don't even realize that they're NFTs. They win more NFTs. They win valuable NFTs that they can sell for money. All of a sudden, they're pretty jazzed up about playing the game. So sign up for So Rare. If you sign up and join our league, you can actually compete against me. Uh, you probably won't win. Let's be real. But people are competing against me every week, um, and I'm basically kicking their ass. But anyway, uh, sign up for So Rare, the nifty.com slash So Rare. Uh, we got Shark with his hand raised. Uh, Shark, something to chime yeah, in here? Yeah, I was just going to chime in on what Spencer was saying and kind of agreeing with him in a sense that I, I think uh, the blur airdrop is going to go well just amount the hype and if you think about who's incentivized on the platform it's whales that are going to get the most rewards so you know how that usually goes in crypto but i think the real key to look at is if they could kind of keep uh you know the reward system going and in a way to sustain volume because like if you think about po quoting the usd statistics like what do you think the usd values on volume would be without blur and i think it'd be significantly less I don't know how that would work its way into NFT pricing, but I think like the trick with Blur is if they figure out how to incentivize the bids and trading to continue after the airdrop, that that's like what I'm looking for. But yeah, I definitely think it will do well just given the amount of hype. And, and Pio, I think I can clear up the whole like is Blur happening in January, February thing. I actually got an audio clip from one of the founders talking about uh, when the airdrop's coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Because there's no way you're going to have an actual audio clip. That's uh, that's perfect. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It also doesn't matter whether it's in January, February. doesn't matter at all. Literally doesn't fucking matter. It's going to be a free airdrop. Uh, it's going to happen when it happens. It doesn't matter. Um, Shark talked about how he has an upward bias right now. I've also seen some of the TA boys, our favorite boys, the TA boys on crypto Twitter, saying the longer things consolidate, the more likely they are to continue to go up. Nifty Nick, our TA expert, are we going up, amigo? What do you think? ETH go up? Bitcoin go up? More money? What do you think, buddy? Right now, it's green. Back to you, Pio. <laughs> Uh, in terms of uh, in terms of the technicals, I mean, it's what I said on Monday, which was yesterday. Um, it, in terms of uh, this week, I thought uh, we'd we'd uh, slow down the the pump for a bit. Um, I mean, 
it's it just keeps going up to be completely honest uh to a degree that i'm uh almost surprised by uh i mean yeah the the levels that we're at right now around 1577 is uh my where one of my i have many lines on this chart i've I, thank god i didn't lose the chart with all the lines because that would have been disastrous i still have it and uh the way that it's looking is uh very bullish right now in fact um i'll i'll pull this up the uh uh it's it's just a bunch of green candles one after the next after the next after the next after the next and then after the next um and when you end up in that situation uh at some point you got to go you got to go red right if you're at the roulette table and and you're sitting there you're you're saying it's got to go black at some point right like it can't be red all this time and uh and and so you take all of your money and you put it on black and then what you realize is you just levered your children's uh sort of uh college fund and you realize that that was a bad idea because you lose again it hit red again and uh and and you're just trying to figure out what the hell went wrong and why did you make all these poor decisions in your life leading up to this moment because years had been invested in you accumulating retirement funds savings and other things and now you're out here calling your wife saying hey i'm sorry <laughs> honey uh, what what's that kicks it's, it's all gone and I mean, Easy and I have firsthand experience with this. We played a coin flip gambling game on Solana, uh, and we lost eleven coin flips in a row. We went we went heads like five times in a row, lost, and we're like, okay, it's gonna be tails this time. And then it was heads, and then then we said, now we're gonna keep slamming tails, and it stayed heads for another five times. So yeah, if you're playing the coin flip game, you got you got to be careful, dude. You have to remember you uh, you can't you have to stay strong. And you also have to keep doubling up every time that you lose. That's one of the other uh, rules. There is that every time you lose, you have to double the, the Martingale theory, right? Is that what it is? Where you double down on every single loss in hopes that uh, eventually <laughs> you're right. It doesn't compound negatively at all. Don't there, worry. <laughs> there was a YouTube I watched where uh, who, who's the uh, the um, uh, not David Day Trader? Who's the guy who uh, was popularized for chugging alcohol and now? has uh, one of the, the milk boys, it. Steve will do it, goes to the casino and it's literally him uh, at the blackjack table. And he was like, all right, I'll take another marker. <laughs> like basically keeps just doubling and losing. And that's like, well, we're going to have to go home because I just lost 200 grand. Um, and that uh, it made for good content, uh, but he definitely did not his approach to gambling uh, was not effective. <laughs> they were like, well, what do you do now? Well, what you do is you double down the bet, then it lost again. They <laughs> said, so what do you do now? You go home. So um, there's actually, there's also uh, uh, a separate episode. This is quite a tangent here on, uh, on degenerate gambling. But there's a depressing uh, documentary, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it, where they basically cover high uh, high stakes uh, gamblers who get flown in uh, to Vegas to go bet, and they all bet at the high stakes tables. They get free casino, uh, they get free um, rooms, they get the rooms comped and everything else, they get free shows, and uh, they all just lose immense amounts of money like that it can, on a consistent basis, and it's like documenting them being like, no, I, I really enjoy this. 
this is this is, this is really entertainment to me. Uh, but anyways, so I don't recommend developing a crippling gambling addiction uh, like other people in the NFT space. As for the technicals here, uh, well, uh, when I look at this, this is quite a bullish structure. Um, and when I look at it as well, I say at some point you got to cool off, right? You got you got to you, you got to slow the run at some uh, degree. But if you said that during the epic bull run of 2021, you would have just lost a bunch of money, basically. Uh, though, though there were some there were periods. periods. Yeah, there definitely were some periods where we had dramatic retracements, and those were times to buy. Um, I mean, Nick, all, all I'm looking at buying these days is I go into the sauna twice a week and I just look for tips. Haven't gotten one since four, but uh, le legendary so, tip there. So, yeah, that turned out to be quite a banger. Uh, for those who were not paying attention then, that was a while ago. That was now we're looking at a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Back, back down around $42, $43 at that point in time. That stock's now $63 kick. So you're up 50% on that trade. Did you buy any? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I bought some. I actually ran into him at the gym last week. He gave me a bunch of different uh, uh, tips. Um, they were all penny stocks. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of them was like some sort of like medical company for animals. Uh, you know, and he's like, you know, they, people ain't having kids these days. They're, they're getting dogs and they, they spend more on them than kids very often. I think it was ZOM or XOM. I'll do a little bit more research, but that's that's the latest tip from the four. XOM guy. is Exxon. Okay, uh, I'll do more research here, real quick. But um, in terms of uh, the, I like his thesis. You got to be careful. Once someone gives you a hot stock pit pick and it's right, you you really have to be careful with those people because what they have an inclination to do, and I've done this myself. Quick, uh, quick tail. Uh, I when I got out of uh, college. Uh, well, actually, during college, I started an internship at a company formerly known as Solomon Smith Barney. Uh, they were a large financial institution. Um, and uh, I think they got merged into like Morgan Stanley or someone else. Anyways, so Smith Barney, uh, I worked for this guy who was like a salesperson, essentially. And I'd go in and I'd write a newsletter every day. And every day I uh, wrote this newsletter, which basically was my stock picks. And I was using a tool a stock screener at that point in time uh, to select each of those things. It looks like Kix is uh, kicked off. But um, basically what uh, happened at that point in time was the guy who I was working for started buying the stocks that I was uh, picking without, kind of without telling me. And then eventually, like, and I was just on an incredible run with these picks. And he goes and buys, uh, I'm blanking, AmeriCredit was the name of this company. Uh, and I go in and uh, I walk in one day and we're up like the stock's gone up 200%, literally in like a two-day period from when it was on my email. And he's like high-fiving me. He's like, dude, you got AmeriCredit. And I'm like, yeah, I got AmeriCredit. And uh, he's like, dude, thanks for that pick. And I was like, dude, if it goes up 2x in uh, two days off of uh, and my, my email picked it, I'm getting the hell out of there. So I sold uh, that particular stock. He did not. He was advising clients, apparently, to actually buy these stocks. And uh, I went in and, uh, well, I actually stopped being called in uh, to, go, to go work there anymore. He stopped responding to my emails um, because uh, he got wrecked. <laughs> AmeriCredit was one of the all-time, uh, it imploded in a major way. It went from like 
$12 to $36 or something, and then down to 11 cents. And uh, so it was just a huge pump and dump. Bottom line is never listen to those guys in the sauna on a repeated basis. When you get those sauna picks, uh, it'll work out. But I was saying that he should start a newsletter called Sauna Picks. And all it is is literally stocks and NFTs that come out of random dudes in the sauna. And uh, and then he, he'd probably go viral with that uh, newsletter. So I think he should still doing that. That'll, that'll be the new segment. Uh, I'll host it since you know I'm going to body anybody in the sauna. Um, Spencer, you had had your hand raised. I don't know if there was something you wanted to get off your chest uh, when it came to the market right now, whether it was ETH price or something else. Did you work at Smith Barney, Spencer? He might have. You know, I, there was something, and I, I honestly can't remember. We're so we've lost the plot so much in this. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That means that we're keeping you on your toes, amigo. I was uh, just that- so taken by Nick's my Nick's story of the time that he was a stock picker who got fired. <laughs> what, <laughs> Nick? What haven't you done, man? I don't know. Like you're you're not the sauna guru. Like what's what's going on? Here? He's definitely not the sauna guru. Kick, let me kick, tell you that. Kick says the sauna guru. Yeah, and Po like disrespects me because of that. Like uh, literally, it's like Nick's not in the sauna every day. What a loser. Uh, so yeah, that's- yeah. Speaking of the sauna recommendation, it was Zomedica Corp. Uh, Z-O-M is the ticker. Z-O-M. Z-O-M. Uh-oh. Okay. Are, are we all aping into Z-O-M now? So, so it's Zom- It's a veterinary health company. Now we're talking. Um, I also love the theses that this guy shares with you. It's like more, guy, more people are getting pets, less people are having kids. This stock goes up as a result. Like, it's pretty when funny. He, when did he share this information? Uh, last week. Yeah. So before it, it like popped before up Before it popped up, you got a gap on this, on these candles. I don't know if I'm, I'm a fan of this right now. I got to check out the financials also. Yeah, it's, and this one came from him, not his rich financial friend. So that's where you got to draw the line in the sand. Um, it's quite a scenario, uh, to deal with there. Let me check out Zomedica. Um, well, we'll see what happens there. I think I'm going to stick to NFTs, uh, versus Zomedica Corp. Uh, I'm going to take a pass on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, their annual EBITDA is negative $20 million. Their net profit margin is negative $444 million. And their revenue for the year is $4 million, competing with us. Uh, and their market cap is $244 million. So, uh, damn. It, it's, it's, a little, it's a little aggressive for a stock. Uh, that's definitely a uh, future uh, business. That said, they have a ton of cash on hand. They have $194 million, which would justify why uh, their total assets are $280 million, which is why uh, I think they're priced at this level. I'm not sure what happened, but they had a mass influx of cash in the past year, which is causing this. Anyways, back to the uh, real... We went on it quite two tangents there. Me as a stock picker, you as the sauna picker. This was, uh, this was uh, interesting. Um, we got a lot of commenters saying ZOM is garbage. Hey, thanks for that analysis. <laughs> I would rather, I'd rather buy honk right here at 0.07 ETH. I honk think. or bonk? Honk. What is, is honk a stock? You uh, bet it is. It's an NFT project that dropped yesterday. It's Geese, launched by an OG Sappy Seal supporter. I, and they, well, just, they were they a Sappy space. Seal supporter. We're like getting real far off with like. Oh, listen! Uh, it, it has all the memes. They join spaces and they just go honk honk instead of arf arf. 
you can't you can't fade that. It's it's a movement. I honk I would not fade it. Better is is a better sound than Man, give me a honk. Uh, honk honk. Yeah, but, but put a little bit of oomph yeah, into it. Little, give me a little chest. Give me a little chest in that honk. Honk. <laughs> Somebody sample that, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody, hey, get on it. Get on it. All you talented video editors, audio engineers, get on it. You honk, know what you honk. have to <laughs> Shout out to my honk uh, community. You got to go get one now for .07. You, you need to. You got to do it. Apparently, Wonky Stonks by Kaleo are running. I guess people like his call, so they're buying his NFT. reading his tweets now and getting notifications on it? Well, I, 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 I do get like notifications because a- I do get a kick out of it. Um, but, you know, it is interesting to see what the market responds to, you know, versus not. Um, we have somebody on stage that has not been on stage repping a grifter by X copy as the PFP. That's a badass PFP. This person is not Mystic Meg. Uh, the handle is the Dapper Donut, so it's almost like the Dapper Donut, but with a K at the end, or the Dapper Don UK. How about that? It's the Dapper Don, but in the UK. Very difficult to decipher that. You're an NFT DJ, and you're part of the jury. I don't know what that means. And then you said Wag Me is BS. That's a cause we can all get behind. Oh, they left the stage as I was introing them. <laughs> you got to love it when they leave the stage as you are introing them. But I'm going to let somebody new on repping a headband moonbird looking zen, looking like the karate kid. This is Mouthwash at mouthwash.eth. Uh, blockchain psychology, Bitcoin maxi since 2015. My kind of person. What's going on, Mouthwash? Hey, what's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Oh, you bet we can. Oh, nice, nice. I, I was just listening. I heard y'all talking about Zomedica. I just want to say that was, a, for lack of better words, a shitty pump and dump from the Wall Street bet days back when GameStop had made its course. So uh, not you- financial advice, but I would not touch that thing with the 10-foot pole. <laughs> well, thank you for the context, Mouthwash. Your breath's smelling fresh now. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> You got a moonbird. Any thoughts on the NFT market, amigo? Uh, I have plenty of thoughts, but I'm not going to share them when there's a thousand people listening. Why? Well, people are, are you concerned that they're going to take it as financial advice? A lot of people listen to a Twitter space and they'll go and jump on something. And that's not how I like to well, roll. That's on them. So, so give them something to jump on. Give us a grenade. Or give them something to jump off like Zom <laughs> or a bridge. Give them something to jump off. All right, just keep holding your GameStop, buddies. <laughs> this is what? like this. This is an interesting. I gotta re- like pry the information out of this guy. Just give us one NFT that you're looking at. Just give us one. That's the whole point of the show. Is financial advice from random strangers? No, this is not financial advice, but uh, I gotta say the Holy Trinity: punks, squiggles, and terraforms. If you don't know, you don't know, and that sucks for you. This is uh, this guy is Wappy reincarnated, um, but but still trading NFTs, uh, but not giving us actual alpha. We're getting we're getting beta with that. That was like that was information that it literally is beta. That that is the index. Like you're talking about like what, what this what it correlates to. It's the definition of of uh, just connecting uh, correlating with the index. So. Yeah. Hey, hey, Spencer, are you still in feet picks or is that a quick in and out for you? 
Oh, that was less than a 24 hour hold for sure. I missed okay, okay. the gigapump. So someone commented when I when I made the tweet that I'd sold them, someone commented they were like, Oh, like you got out too early. And I was like, I don't know that I did, but I guess they were right. <laughs> on the time horizon, right? They were right. Somehow, some way. Those feet are cruising, man. Easy. Were you ever in feet picks? Nah, I faded feet picks. I thought I missed the pump because when I saw them they were at point one one. So I just completely skipped it. I missed those. I missed checks. Now we got merged by VV flying right now. Whatever this Jack Butcher guy touches at the moment, regardless of a 30K supply, is cruising. Dude, well, g- props to him because he uh, I DM'd him during the uh, epic mutant drop. He bought the top of serums, like literally spent hundred or $70,000 on an M2 serum. And I was like, damn, bro, that's a bold bet. I just sold mine. And he was like, yeah, man, I think these have a long way to go. Uh, th- that was, that was, uh, a good he, got, he got wrecked. Um, but, uh, on the night of serum, it, uh, yeah, it was, a basically when you got the serum wasn't a, uh, it was an airdrop that got yeah. sent to you. And, uh, when immediately when the information started, uh, coming out about what the, uh, what, what the structure of the mint is. Uh, it became, you saw in the contract that the mint was like starting at 3.5 ETH and everyone started racing to dump basically. Um, I, I, I was top of that race and, and extracted 150 grand during that, but he, uh, bought in at the top of that, uh, as that dump was going down, um, and could, uh, just immediately evaporated like 50 grand. You know what? But good for him for making it back on this open edition. Not only that, but like, well, making it back and more. But like, not only that, like, I've been itching to see someone do really interesting burn mechanics on all the open editions that we're we're at a peak. If you look at the manifold data, we're like actually at a peak when it comes to the amount of open editions that we're having. And I was itching to see someone do something interesting. Uh, And we're all trying it though, like. What's his right. name? Uh, Ghost is trying it too for like a rainbow yeah. PFP. Yeah. But I think J- what Jack Butcher's doing is like way more fun. Like there's scales to how many you got to burn for but, rarity. But also I think the really cool thing about checks and just the idea of it was that even before it skyrocketed, so like even when it was around, say, oh, like I want to say point 0.1, you saw so many other people in the space just do like derivatives of the idea. And like when you see that something so quick, just sort of taking off and lots of communities and artists or Vinnie Hager do something, Chimpers, I mean, obviously it's later now, but Chimpers are doing something. You've seen the uh, people do stuff with punks on, on like on the checkers. So you're seeing all this inspiration. And then you've got the burn mechanics. It's just like piece de resistance. It's just like done. Off, so, off to the races. This one's going to cook. I'm telling you, it's going to absolutely cook. I think the burn, so this was a conversation uh, we had with Spencer the other day, and uh, I don't want to give visibility to what that conversation was, but the the most important part of it that I was going to bring up is the debate over burning dynamics inside of things. And I think I'm now falling on uh, PO's side of the fence here um, uh, as to whether or not uh, burning integrated uh, with uh, any sort of art pieces makes sense. And I think it does. I think there's a way to like make that uh, specifically happen. What's odd though is we haven't seen that. In, we don't see that dynamic in traditional games, right? Like uh, the 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 concept of burning is something more uh, native to NFTs. And I would argue that it correlates heavily with sort of Burning Man. 
uh, in the sense that I, I was ch uh, chatting with Richard, who was talking about uh, burning stuff. That that's like that is the art. That's the essence of Burning Man is burning art. That's the foundation of that entire thing. You got no, the foundation of that is is psychedelic drugs. <laughs> <I've been laughs> okay, okay, fair I've enough. Been twice, well, I'm not okay. The, uh, you're correct, but uh, I would also say it inspires creativity and the foundation of that creativity and leaving nothing behind involves burning the art or oh, packing, yeah. packing it up to go, but uh, at least burning the man. And I think other people burn uh, many other things as well, including uh, drugs. So yeah, there was this cool uh, art installation where everyone had to sit on drums and you all had to beat the drums. And once you started beating them, this uh, like carousel thing started spinning and it was monkeys with a strobe light. And so then you saw the monkeys like kind of swing in the air. Coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Hey, were, were you tripping? And while everybody's you're on acid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't recall. So look, we got two guests of honor on stage. Oh, we have one guest of honor on stage. Uh, oh, okay. One guest of honor joined YouTube. Uh, Nick's going to hate this. Nick doesn't like sudden changes, but we got NFT statistics on YouTube. Wow. Just throw me. What, what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just playing, Nick. We got NFT statistics on YouTube. He left the Twitter show. He's supposed to stay on the Twitter show, Sam, uh, but happy to have you on YouTube either way. Um, and then we got the man of the hour. We got Kaleo on Twitter right now. He's welcome to come on YouTube, but I think he's continuing to procrastinate doxing, even though it would take the world by storm if you doxed on our show. It'd be on TV. It'd be on the news, Kaleo. So do it on our show. But Kaleo, I got to throw to you first. You're the man of the hour. Uh, you get everything right. What's the? Where are we going? What should we do? What do we do with our, our uh, money right missed. now? You've, You've never, never missed. missed with your picks. Keep uh, Give us uh, five of them rapid fire. No, dude, that like that's tough. I won't. These are the first words that I've said in the morning. I won't lie. I'm laying in bed still. I was awake like half the night. <laughs> um, but uh, how about this? The nifty portal, the nifty portal, the nifty portal, the nifty portal, the nifty portal. But do you oh, really damn. feel that way? Or are you just trying to gas us up? <laughs> I mean, hey, there, you know, there, there, there's a little bit of politics, a little bit of truth. Um, hey. But <laughs> real quick interjection on that. Uh, here's the deal. Because you said that six times here, we're going to give away a portal live on air right now to one of our newsletter subscribers in the next uh, in the next uh, minute and a half. Head over to the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Get on the list if you're not on there. Confirm uh, your email subscription. Uh, I I'm going to uh, give away a portal uh, live on air here momentarily to one of our email T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Head on over there. That's what I'm talking about. Look, we got NFT stats. Uh, Sam, NFT statistics. Kaleo pointed out the building volume that's happened since October. Is that something you're looking at? Like, what are the key kind of, um, you know, stats that you're looking at right now in NFTs? I mean, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so about a month and a half ago, when Blur started doing their, like, airdrop around... You know, around bids, yeah, volume like double. And I thought that once Blur instilled like required half of 1% royalties, like just that little bit of friction would really make volume fall off. And it didn't totally fall off. So it's it stayed decently high. So I, yeah, I mean, I think there, there was that pickup like a month and a half ago. It was a little bit slow over the past four days. So, um, but I've been surprised that even with that like small, because so many people were like buying something for two ETH and selling it for. 2.1 ETH and that kind of stuff doesn't really work when you're paying when you're forced to, to pay a little bit of royalty but uh, 
yeah, it, volumes have picked up. <clears throat> you know, floor prices have gone up, and the past ten days have been pretty terrible for floor prices. But in U.S. dollars, like the past ten days have actually been fine. So yeah, it still feels it, it feels okay. You know, it's not nice to see like my large cap index, my mid cap index go down basically every single day for ten days. But if you look at U.S. dollars, we're we're still all right. And, you know, it used to be kind of rare that like we do ten thousand ETH of volume. Not rare, but ten thousand ETH was my benchmark. And now we're doing like fifteen to twenty five thousand a day. So I don't know how much of that wouldn't have existed without Blur and like people flipping so much. You know, who knows? But uh, yeah, I think, I think things things feel okay. You know who knows? Who does? You 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 know you have the data, my man. I love you, Nick. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for that. I, one thing I did want to say though, because there was a comment about how. Jack Butcher made everything back in checks. He actually hasn't made that much money off this thing. He sold, you know, he sold six. Especially Nick, if you were saying that he uh, he 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 fumbled a, a serum for a hundred ETH, I don't think he's made that money back because this was eight dollars per mint. You know, so he made. Yeah, I guess he made. He made it. You know, maybe. I guess that was like 80, 90, 90 Sixteen thousand times eight dollars. Did pretty well. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. But that you know, his, his royalties are two point five percent. So royalties all in have been like thirty. But then you also got the merge, which was I think like three dollars at thirty k supply. He's getting so pretty the, close to making that the, money back. The reason the, the merge is running no, I, yeah, today. Look, too. I'm not. I'm not sitting here. Uh, I'm not sitting here with a violin or anything like that. But in the scheme <laughs> of NFT people making money, you, you know, like there are people who've just made stupid money on cartoon picks and then been gone in a couple of weeks. Like this guy's around 2.5% royalty, $8 man. Like I, I wouldn't, in the scheme of like money stuff, I put this kind of lower relative to what we've seen. Bunny, what were you going to say? And also you have uh, uh, 30 more seconds to sign up at the nifty.com before I give out a, another portal, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Head over there, sign up. Uh, you're in the running. I've been signed up or sleeping if you're not signed up to, to that. Uh, but the reason why the Merge VV started running from Jack Butcher today was actually because there's some speculation around him changing the royalties on that collection from zero to 2.5%. So people are trying to get out of it ahead of that? No, dude, this thing's flying, bro. Uh, yeah, I slept 10 of them while we were on here at 0.005. Uh, they're almost at 0.02 already. So easy. Why would it go up if the royalty is coming back? Uh, I Bunny, is the royalty coming back or is it getting removed? No, it, it got added. Well, the royalty got added. I don't know. I think there's speculation around the. Oh, there's burning. speculation that they might do a burn on it. Yeah, yeah it dropped in mm -hmm. September. That's what it is. Because there's a there's a Twitter page, and Allison in the Nifty Discord shared this page right when it was at like point oh oh three. So she was hyper early, and I guess there's this Twitter page has been showcasing images of it, which has a lot of people anticipating it's going to do a similar move to checks. Obviously, like these massive supplies. Jack's done a great job figuring out ways to like hyper gamify it like burning six thousand for a black checks is wild and i'm like dead set someone's gonna try it like someone's just gonna want to do it to say that they did it i mean if that happens then we're gonna introduce like think about it like why wouldn't you introduce something like that then to incentivize someone if it actually works you know easy because th there's like speculate i mean do people love to spend money on the dumbest stuff plain and simple like they love to just be the first or be like the one to do this like we just saw a, a popular uh twitch streamer delete their Twitter because somebody paid 50 K to buy their silence. <laughs> like it's like the most ludicrous stuff happens in someone buying six K of a supply to say I burned one third of the supply. And I'm the only one with this asset is going to lead to another person trying it to get there. There's just like this inherent supply squeeze. This space has like 
absurd amounts of money sometimes. And people love to just say that they did it because they did it. Nick, would you uh, sell your silence for 50K? Uh, no, it costs more. Uh, <laughs> well, what's the I'm, price tag? Because I'm going to start crowdfunding. Maybe I'll well, be so lucky as for Nick to sell his silence. It, it, yeah, me and Spencer, <laughs> we're going to lead this VC for the Nick silence fund. I actually don't think I could tolerate it. I, I, I inherently would like, I, I, I would, here's the deal. Yeah, I'll sell my silence for 150 grand. Okay. For how, for how long was the silence be? Like, it has to be at least a month. Is there a contract associated D- with it? Don't underestimate the NFT space, Nick. You might see a real rallying cry surrounding this. I think we could, I think we could crowdfund 150 grand if we could keep Nick silent for a month. 150K. That, that's like the NFT world. The, the thing is, Nick that, would have to still join everything, but he'd have to stay on mute. For one month, I have to stay silent? You're just on stage you muted? Have to be on stage and on stream, and you cannot speak. You just have For to $150,000. We'll, we'll talk about terms, but I think we could do this. Can I tweet at all? No. no. No, I think that's... Absolutely not. No responding, no tweets. You can join stuff, but you cannot speak. For $150,000? Yeah, I'll do it. If you speak, though, we got to have some stipulation. Like, you got to pay back two hundred grand. i am allowed to speak in private, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you can speak at the coffee shop. Imagine if Nicholas just asked me to mute for an entire like, month. Like, literally, can't, speak, can't answer the phone. I like going to the coffee shop, and I'm like, no. Signing tonight. I'm going to learn sign language, basically, is what's going to happen. It's, it's not a Tibetan monk vow of silence. It's more uh, you can't use Twitter or YouTube. Um, I don't know. I Yo, mean, let's 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 go doodles, uh, fam. Uh, crowdfund, crowdfund my silence. Look, a couple of wishful guys, because who do you think he's going to be calling? It's going to be you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to call us. I'm launching a manifold open edition <laughs> called Nick Silence. We're going to raise this money. And we're gonna have an insane burn mechanic. All right? I'm gonna make hundred fifty thousand dollars. This sounds like a great deal, and I don't have to show up to the show every no, day. No, no, I mean, no, no. Is... The deal is you have to be on the show. You have to be on the show yeah, on camera. You can't say anything. Hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'll definitely do it. And I think pretty much anybody who's listening at this point would do the same. They're basically uh, not motivated. They're not motivated by this conversation at all. I'm go- I'm gonna be honest because they're saying. Look at why the hell am I going to pay for this guy to shut up? But if you're willing to do it, if there's some people out there that are willing to do it, I will uh, eat my words and uh, not talk for a month on this show. Uh, I'm going to select the uh, portal winner right now. Uh, and uh, and then you know, actually five more people need to subscribe. So if, if, uh, if I get five, five people, there's a milestone that we're about to hit. Uh, and I just need five people to go sign up. If you're not on the list, go sign up on the list, uh, or I'll, I'll draw it in the next 60 seconds. But I, I, th- I have a feeling five people can do it. Five people sign up. Um, I like the idea of Nick's 150K be silent thing because I think 150K for just not working but showing up physically would make Nick happy. Um, and if Nick's happy, I'm a happy business partner. So let's rock and roll. There I'm in four for people it. left. Four people left. Someone just signed up. Um, so look, we'll we'll buy uh, a little bit of time here. You know, NFT stats. I'll just run it. it okay, you know, I'll run. just run it. Okay, we'll wait. I know the four are going to sign up anyways. I got it. It's uh, Vidur Bhatia. So I'm going to reach out to Vidur Bhatia. It, it's interesting the 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 uh, numbers that this person has in their email makes me assume like. All right. Is there like 72 of this uh, person's like uh, email? Uh, like, is this just like a bot system? 
Uh, someone said, what's the link to sign up for the newsletter? It's the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Said it a ton of times. Uh, this person says, I'm putting the first $5,000. <laughs> for Nick to be quiet. That's uh, that's interesting. We'll have to see how it plays out. Look, I love it. Be, I, I'm like grateful no, but we need pay. a stipulation. Like, if you speak, you have to pay all the people who contributed back $100. Like, some way that it's, like, a serious punishment. Because I don't think you can do it. I think you crack. Like, I genuinely think in, like, day 17 hits, we're two hours into the show, someone's firing off shots at you, your face is turning bright red, and you just unmute. And if he talk. unmutes, though, and he talks, he has to burn his punk. He has to send it to the null address. <laughs> Yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. This is an awful... Uh, I don't like this game, people. Uh, but, look, here's the deal. We can develop the contract that, that I'm willing to agree to. If literally someone's willing to put in $5,000, that's a ludicrous uh, claim. I'll do it for one hundred fifty grand any day. Uh, and that, that, like, appreciate you, you doubling my salary uh, for, 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 for me not literally for a month. Like, like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Sign me up. Pio is um, gonna carry the month. Yeah, okay? I well, well, I'll do it, and then after that, maybe we can figure something out that gives me like five grand, and I can go on a little trip. Anyway, all of a sudden we're just like, yeah, you guys want to give us money? All right. Anyway, NFT stats has to go. Any closing thoughts, uh, Sam? Uh, obviously, love having you on the show. We're gonna wrap after you finish. Any closing? and thoughts on anything nft crypto related right now in the market man i, I like to, i just came on to chat i didn't have like a monologue or the wisdom prepared I, i'm following like the checks thing is interesting six five two nine meme cards are you know, it's thirty seven thousand ETH market cap so like meme cards have gone from basically and i'm sure you all have talked about this already but just the the speed of that market cap growth and they keep throwing out more supply and people are eating it up. And that is a super interesting thing to pay attention to. I got to figure out what the alpha is and how you make money there. But um, and those are some of the things I'm paying attention to. Just figured I'd come uh, come chat that wasn't wasn't ready to help everybody make millions. Yeah, no, I look, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Uh, you know, we I think you were ready to make people rich. And you said that you're a financial advisor. And I think that that's something that people need to understand, you know, uh, that you're an official financial advisor. You know, I think they show. should. And they should put on my trades. And I am a legal financial advisor. Okay. <laughs> really important that all a thousand people here do the things I tell them to. And that's just really going to be good for everybody. So you can say I advise you to do this. That's what I'm talking about, stats. Well, look, ladies and Let's gentlemen. Go. That's our show. Shout out to NFT Statistics, the in-house director of analytics at Proof. Is that your title? Research analytics. <clears throat> I also have have a eight-minute video every day, quick recap of the market. So check out my Twitter and you can see that. We put it around around like 12 o'clock Pacific time. Very much second best to what you guys do, but <laughs> no, NFT stats. Don't say that. Um, Different format. <laughs> Different format. We got Kaleo on stage. Shout out to- I've been to watching it. Oh, there we go. We shout out to Kaleo. Uh, just Kaleo season right now. Been making the right calls. Love having him on the show. Love having this be the first thing that he did today because he got up late after an uh, a whole evening of degening. Shout out to the whole squad. Bunny, Shark, Spencer, Bouve didn't get to talk today, but we'll get to him another day. Calf Money uh, joined the show. Didn't get to talk today. Kicks, Easy, of course, Signal, and NFT Nick, the man that might get paid not to talk. Shout out to our sponsor. 
sponsor, So Rare. Sign up for So Rare if you want to play against me, but you ain't going to win. The nifty.com slash So Rare. We got uh, someone to match $5,000. We're up to $10,000 right no, now. I, I genuinely think we'd get 150 k in an alarming fashion. Like a very <laughs> quick period of time. Nick, you can just put that wallet address out right now. Just get the wallet address ready. Get it going. Twitter will do its thing, and if he's will do its this thing. Is uh, the, yeah, or we just make it a mint. Like you can mint, saying. and it's just mint with like duck, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. And then we got to figure out a fun way to gamify it. But Nick needs a punishment for it because if we just give this guy 150k, he's gonna talk day 13 and be like, "Y'all are idiots! I still, I'm keeping the money, me." But if we can get him to do something wild, if he speaks. Everyone's got a hand in the game. I got it easy. Anyone that mints the NFT, if he talks, he gets raffled. Any of the holders to get raffled the punk, and he can only talk in the comments <laughs> of the spaces. How about this? That's Every time I talk, I give away five thousand dollars. Literally, right? like, I, like so, I, so I, a like, couple times you actually do it and give out five grand. You <laughs> <laughs> get like day two, and it could be like I'm talking hundred and ten times. We're giving it all away. Let it fly. Uh, Super okay. seventy three, dropping it today. Okay, so yeah, shadow banned across all socials. <laughs> All socials, not just Twitter. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel a lot of different ways about this. I don't like Nick's Twitter impressions being horrendously down bad because he's literally not allowed to tweet. And then sponsors are like, why are we going to sponsor these guys? This guy gets 10,000 impressions a month. I don't I like that. It is, it is kind of taking the business. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't like that. I also don't like the burden on me as a host. That is the result of this. I don't like that. Um, I, I don't want there to be any confusion surrounding whether people should buy this random ass NFT that's money that's going to Nick's pocket versus Easy's NFT, which is actually important, versus the PFP that comes out afterwards, which is actually important, versus the existing NFT that matters. So there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, but I think that the idea is interesting. So maybe we run with it. Anyway, so rare, the nifty.com slash so rare. Join our league, play against me, free NFTs, fantasy sports, win better NFTs, sell those NFTs, or roll those NFTs back in and create a flywheel. A John Morant limited, or I forget, legendary card was sold for 50K last week. Uh, so rare is on the rise, ladies and gentlemen. 70,000, 80,000, 90,000 active users in any given tournament. That's the future of NFTs, not 4,000 people buying a Nick won't talk for a month NFT. That's not the future. Uh, Nick, you were going to say something before we wrap? Uh, no, I'm just going to tweet this out to get a sort of poll on what the situation is. But <laughs> To be clear, P- P.O.'s assessment of this is spot on uh, where where they're like, yeah, wait, hold on. So study I- lads deploying contract. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. I got nothing to add. Have a great day. Have a great day, everybody. Shout out to the gentleman that won. I'm assuming it's a gentleman that won the portal. Uh, We're going to have to see if Nick is going to abide by the rules that Pharaoh Monch has detailed in this song. We will catch you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Appreciate everybody joining the show, everybody contributing. We'll be back tomorrow. We don't stop. Nick is going to keep talking one way or another, whether he gets 150K or not. See you later.